Welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly, and I am an educator and future holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others, like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut, literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. Today you are getting another episode, solo episode from yours truly, and I'm excited because this is a topic that you, the listener, actually voted on. So uh, this past week I asked followers on Instagram to vote, and uh, overwhelmingly there were a lot of you that wanted this topic of gut supportive tips for the summer. So this is great because of course it is not technically summer yet, right? Because we haven't reached that point. Um, but we're super, super close. And essentially it is. The The weather is summer-like in most areas. Um, so yes, I think this is a great episode <clears throat> to chat about. So I am actually going to share with you seven gut-supportive tips for this summer. Some of these things you may already be doing. And if you are, awesome. Go you. And if you're not, these are some things just to think about. Um, and maybe start to to add to your routine. So um, I also want to preface none of these things are going to take an exorbitant amount of time. Um, most of them are pretty easy for you to incorporate into your daily life. So that's the other positive is that you're not really doing anything additional. This is just making your life hopefully a little bit easier and more enjoyable. So why should we be focusing on gut health? Well, first and foremost, you know that I'm obsessed with gut health because I've been focusing on the past two years healing my own gut. Gut health is super, super, super important to our overall health and wellness. And poor gut health is going to affect our mood, our metabolism, our mental health. It is also going to contribute to digestive disorders. So we we have to be focused on making sure that our gut is in optimal functioning mode, because if not, uh, the rest of our body is really going to suffer, right? We know that 70% of our immune system lies in our gut. So truly, your overall health and wellness really relies a lot on your gut health. So you know I had to put that little plug in. Now let's get to it. Let's talk about the seven things, the seven tips that I'm going to share with you that will be supportive to your gut health this summer. Let's go. So number one is focusing on prioritizing fruits and veggies. Okay. And there's a lot of benefits in doing that. One, there are a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables that are in peak season during the summer months. So off of the top of my head, I'm thinking bell peppers, eggplant, um, berries, bananas, grapes, peaches, plums. I mean, the list goes on. These are just the things that I'm racking off that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Um, 
that are in season. So when we get those fruits and veggies that are in season, they because they're the season of that fruit or veggie, it means that we're going to get the most nutrients out of those particular produce items during that time. Okay, they're the most nutrient rich. So that's first and foremost, right? It's going to give us the most nutrients. But they also, fruits and veggies contain a heck of a lot of fiber. Okay, and if you don't know by now, fiber helps us support our digestive processes. Okay, so the other thing I want to mention too, in terms of prioritizing fruits and veggies, is that I don't know if you've ever noticed, if you've ever had a, a, a meal that's primarily fruits and veggies based, as opposed to one that's maybe more protein based with maybe like a meat of some sort, you typically feel a little bit more sluggish, right? A little bit more um, lethargic, if you will, after having meat. And there's a whole host of reasons why that is. But one of the main reasons is that it takes your gut longer to process protein, okay? Whereas when we're eating fruits and veggies, those things don't take as long to process. So the other benefit I see from that during the the heat and the summer months is that when you're out and it's hot and you eat something, you don't really wanna feel sluggish, right? You wanna feel like you can do things after you eat your meal, after you give yourself a little bit of time to digest, of course, but you wanna, you don't wanna feel sluggish. And so eating a good, well-balanced meal that's primarily fruits and veggie-based is really gonna be supportive, not only to your gut, but just the way you feel after you eat. Um, so that's tip number one is prioritize fruits and veggies. There's so many good ones out during the summer. I, that, summer is the, my favorite time of year in terms of foods that I get to eat because there are just so many good fruits and veggies that are in their peak season at this time. So get out there and enjoy them. And of course, you know that I will always recommend organic first, especially those dirty dozen. If you don't know what those are, go to the ewg.org's website. They list the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. You definitely want to make sure that any of the Dirty Dozen produce items you are getting organic because if not, the conventional of those particular produce items are going to be really detrimental to your overall health and wellness, but especially your gut because they are loaded with pesticides, GMOs, fertilizers, you name it, all the stuff we don't want in our gut, all those endocrine disruptors that we don't want in our bodies. So enough about that. Let's get to tip number two. Tip number two is focusing on getting as much vitamin D, baby, as you can. So vitamin D, we want to make sure that we are getting that hopefully through a natural source, okay? So that means that you're getting out in the sun. Now, most places, and I say this most, right, because not everywhere, but most places during the summer months, at least here in the United States, have a pretty abundant source of sunlight, right? Um, So when you can, if you can, get out and enjoy the sun. Um, And of course, make sure that you are wearing sunblock, make sure that you are wearing some natural sunblock and reach out to me if you want to know some great brands that I suggest and recommend for good all natural sunblock. Um, 
but you want to make sure that you're getting that natural sunlight because what that is going to do, it of course has vitamin D, which is what I told you that we, we need to have. Uh, vitamin D is going to help us, believe it or not, regulate the intestinal barrier and integrity, okay? So you know that our food has to go through the intestines and when it goes through that, if there are holes in our intestine, like specifically the small intestine, um, we can develop what's called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, right? So it's where we have this um, intestinal lining that has been broken down and uh, can no longer function properly, right? So vitamin D helps to support the intestinal barrier, really build it up, um, and it also has some anti-inflammatory and immune-providing um, benefits as well, okay? So that's awesome because we know that typically when our gut is in stress, we're going to see it inflamed, which means it's going to most likely be bloated, right? Or you're going to feel like there's some heaviness in there, um, and that's because it's inflamed, um, and again, bringing you back to the immune system, the immune si system, 70% of it is in our gut. So if we are supporting our bodies the best we can, one way we can do that is giving it vitamin D because it's going to support the immune system. It's going to regulate the intestinal barriers, integrity, and it's going to give off an anti-inflammatory effect. So we love that. The next thing I'm going to share with you is um, adding in probiotics. So adding in probiotics, super, super crucial. You don't have to take a probiotic supplement because there are, I mean, you can, but there are probiotic rich foods that you can get at the store um, and just ha and, and have just as good of an effect um, as you would if you are if you were taking a, a supplement. So um, you know you definitely can take a supplement if you don't feel you like those foods or you can't tolerate them or you have a condition like I do personally right now that I'm dealing with that um, these foods actually, they um, antagonize and, and they they make my condition worse. So I, I can't eat these foods right now. Um, so if that's you, I get you, I understand it. Um, and that's maybe when you end up taking a, a probiotic supplement instead, if that's the thing for you, right? If you feel comfortable, if you feel like that's, that's going to be a benefit for you. But overall, why we want probiotic rich foods is because they are going to support gut balancing. They're good gut bacteria that's going to help to balance our gut. And some probiotic rich foods that you can include in your diet would be things like yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, tempeh, and kimchi. So as we segue into tip number four, that really connects with tip number three, which is focusing on prebiotics. So prebiotics are going to support your growth of beneficial bacteria, aka your probiotics. So that's why a lot of times you'll hear people say that they're taking a pre and probiotic supplement. 
or they're focusing on getting pre and probiotic foods into their diet, it's because they both work together. They both are supportive of one another. Really, prebiotics are supportive. Uh, oh, prebiotics are supportive of our probiotics because they're going to support what that good bacteria is doing. They're going to help to continue that process. So. Some examples of prebiotics, again, you can take a supplement if you want, if that's what you feel is right for you, or you can just include these types of foods into your diet. So some examples, these are not all of them, but some examples of prebiotic foods include garlic, onion, asparagus, and leeks. I've got to interrupt this episode for a brief moment to tell you about a company I have been super obsessed with for quite some time, Woven Threads. Woven is a clothing company with a mission to promote sustainability, diversity, body positivity, and creative artistic appreciation. Their founder, Kiran Jade, comes from a blend of cultures herself, as she is the product of a Hindu-Indian father and Pakistani Muslim mother. Their clothing is super comfy and incredibly unique. The clothing is made from BPA-free plastic bottles, which is so cool. Their packaging is also sustainable in that everything is either reusable or biodegradable, like the paper box it comes in. If you know me, you know I am a huge advocate for eco-friendly products. Not only do they help us live better lives, but the planet is massively impacted by doing so. If you are interested in checking them out, make sure to use my code KellyB20, that's all capital letters, K-E-L-L-Y-B-20, for a discount on each of your orders. The link and code will also be in the show notes for you. I cannot wait for you to check them out and let me know what you think. All right, now let's get back to the episode. All right, tip number five is going to focus on staying hydrated. We all knew that was coming. So staying hydrated, we know, is super important because... It is going to help us flush out those toxins. It's going to keep us hydrated when we are dehydrated from the heat and the hot summer months, and it actually helps us to stimulate digestion. So we want to make sure that we are drinking at least half our body weight in ounces of water per day. That's not just for the summer months. You should be drinking that much all year round because the same effects apply, right? If you do that, it's still going to help keep you hydrated, it will still help flush out toxins, and it'll still help stimulate your digestion. So that is tip number five. Tip number six is to focus on limiting or ideally removing refined sugar, right? So those are all those processed package things, candies, um, I was going to say sugar candies, sweets of any kind, right? Brownies, cookies, cakes, ice cream. I mean, you name it, all those things, right? So removing all of and or limiting refined sugar is going to help your gut because sugar damages the gut lining and it is not supportive of our digestive processes. Okay, so some alternatives to refined sugar would be honey if you absolutely need it. I mean, it's still going to have some sugar that could aggravate your gut, especially if you're someone who has a really compromised gut right now. Honey might not be the thing for you, but if 
your health is fairly, your gut health is, is fairly stable, honey might be a good thing to add to a meal. Um, maybe, you know, add to your oatmeal, add to maybe a smoothie just to give it a little bit of sweetness. And the other one I would highly suggest really for almost anyone, even if you have a, a compromised gut, would be fresh fruit. Okay, now it depends upon if you've got certain gut conditions, you may want to um, focus on certain fruits over others. And again, I'm not going to go into that because that's not what today's episode's about. But reach out to me on social media or through my email, both of which are in the show notes, if you want to learn more about that or if you'd like me to do an episode on that in the future, I'd be happy to, to cover that more in depth. But honey and fresh fruit would be my two go-to options, like I said, for an alternative to refined sugars. And you want to make sure that you're getting that all-natural organic honey that is not tampered with, not added, um, that does not contain any added sugars, uh, refined sugars specifically. So that is tip number six. And then tip number seven is actually, this is a really cool one. I am obsessed with this. It's turmeric. I take turmeric every day. And the reason I do that is because it's actually a natural anti-inflammatory. It has the substance curcumin in it, which helps to support the production of good bacteria while decreasing the bad bacteria. So therefore, it's supporting the intestinal ability to absorb beneficial nutrients. Okay, so that's what it does for the gut. But generally speaking, turmeric is great for the entire body because it doesn't matter if it's the gut or not, turmeric is going to have those anti-inflammatory effects for the entire body. So I really like it for that purpose and that, yes, it does support my gut, it does help my gut, but it's also helping to bring down the inflammation throughout my body. So those were your seven tips to support your gut health this summer. I want to just leave you with one other really, I think, an interesting uh, little nugget of information for you that also relates to summer. And I'm going to just dive in real quick before we wrap up to why we are less hungry in the summer. So if you're noticing right now that it's getting hot where you live and you're just feeling like, "Mm, I don't actually need or maybe even really want is better the, the better term to use. I don't really want to eat as much. There's a reason behind that. Like there is scientific proof as to why that happens. So I'm going to share that with you real quick because I think it's pretty interesting. So if you didn't already know this, the hypothalamus, which is a key part of our brain, it actually produces hormones that are responsible for regulating our body temperature, our heart rate, our hunger, and mood, amongst many other functions. And so when we are outside in the hot heat of the summer, our appetite is suppressed because the hypothalamus is trying to reduce its workload as it tries to cool off the body, right? It knows that it needs to keep you cool. And that's one of its main jobs in the summer. And so it starts to shut down those hunger cues because it wants you to focus on 
not being hungry, but rather cooling yourself off. And so the the body then does that. Um, So yeah, I just feel like that is a super cool kind of little nugget to throw at you at the end of this episode that really helps you to understand truly why you are most likely not as hungry in the summer. It's because your body is working on cooling you off so that you can not feel like you're in a sauna all the time, right? (laughs) And furthermore, digestion actually produces or creates heat. And so when the hypothalamus chooses to suppress your appetite and make you feel less hungry during those summer months, it's doing that because, again, by eliminating that hunger and you eating, it's then reducing the amount of heat that it has to cool down within your body because, again, digestion creates heat in the body. So just super cool. I wanted to, again, throw that at you uh, and and let me know what you think. If, if you're blown away by that or you knew this information, I'd love to hear it. Shoot me a message on social media or send me an email, both of which, like I've said many, many times before, are in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. And if there are any topics that you would love me to cover in the future, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to support you in any way that I can. So that is that. I hope you have an amazing Monday and an incredible start to the ne- to this new week. And I look forward to chatting with you very soon. Take care. I am so glad you listened today. But before I let you go, I have one small request. It would mean the world to me if you could rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a review on Apple podcast if that's where you're tuning in. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, which allows me to impact more incredible women like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so I can personally thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together, we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.